限実に遺跡を閉じて個性を磨け結界悩むなんだよまた一つ消去頭からケツまでそれが我がエンタメイド Guys, good morning, good evening. I thought I'd do something different today for Sunday.、Uh, I know. Lou, where's the Hyperborea schizo show with the hollow earth and the white power and stuff and secret Nazis at the center of the planet? Where's that?、Uh, if I, man, if I go into that schizo stuff, I really want to go into it, man. And I, I get it. It's been a month since you asked me. <laughs> Usually, I do stuff right away, but since I've been putting it off this long, you know I must want to do a really good job. I don't know, dude. I just really, really want to go into it if I go into it. And I've asked on PTG, and all they told me was Lou, go to X and ask there. I don't want to go to fucking X and ask there. No way I'm going to X and asking on X. Fucking bunch of schizos, literal schizos. No, I'll figure it out myself. Uh, I don't know. Well, okay, so I'm gonna continue avoiding that amazing show. <laughs> And we'll go into this show today, which is gonna be a Kerbal Space Program special. <sighs> I could see some of you face palming already, but I, th I, think,、uh, I think this is one of the best edu educational. Games ever. Like, I don't know. I think of when I was a kid, we had some educational games like Jumpstart, Jumpstart thir Third Grade, Jumpstart, etc., etc. But this is like the first game game that kind of came out and. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard to explain. The. When I was a kid, I wanted so badly for there to be a space shuttle game so I could like control the space shuttle. And there was. There was like this. Simulation game, but it was just, I don't know, it was hard. I didn't really understand how to play it. There was no like YouTube back then. You couldn't like bring up YouTube and look up how to land a space shuttle on the fly the space shuttle on the simulator. <laughs> but I don't know, this game's a bit different. But one thing is, I think this game overwhelms a lot of people from the outside looking in. They either start to play this game or they've never played it before and they. Want to play it, or I don't know, they just don't really understand it, or they're overwhelmed by it, or maybe they don't know anything about it and they just play it, and then they just play it for like a minute or a little bit, and then they hit a wall and they can't continue. I'm here to try and just give a, <laughs> a retarded crash course on just the basic things you need to know as a beginner to just install this game and play it, okay? Because the tutorial isn't very good. And sitting through a fucking two hour YouTube video to figure out how to fucking dock to something isn't very fun either. So I'm gonna just try to give you a this is how you do this, this is how you do this, this is how you do this kind of thing of what you need to know how to play the game. 
don't know how well it's gonna turn out. This is kind of, I do experimental shit on Sundays, so that's how this is going. When you first load up the career game, it's gonna look just like this. You have $25,000, you have no science, and you have just a bunch of stuff out here. Each of these buildings does different things. Like, I mean, if you just play the game a little bit, you'll figure it out. But if you wanna do airplanes, you need the runway and the space plane hangar. If you want rockets, you use the launch pad and the vehicle assembly building. The tracking station lets you do things you need later. So if you want to like edit your orbits and stuff, you need to upgrade this a little bit. Research and development gives you more parts to use, and you don't really need to mess with these ones too much. These astronaut buildings, you can look at those if you want to see what they are. Mission controls are good. Your missions. So I'm just gonna try and like blaze through these so you can just look like have a basic understanding of how to play if you ever want to play this game. It's not going to be a super complex tutorial. It's not even really going to be a tutorial. It's going to be made a little different than a normal tutorial. So you start the game up, you're going to be here. There's going to be a bunch of different missions here. You can only take two at the start. We just want a bunch of science to start out with so we can get more parts. We'll just do launch our first vessel, top two ones. Like if you just started the game up and you're like, we're going to take the top two ones. Bam, there you go. Vehicle assembly building. This is how you make a rocket. You have to go in here. One tip I'll give you at the start you start with these two different nose cones, okay? You have this like triangle one and you have a this kind of like P-shaped one. I like the P-shaped one better, but until you get a fairing, it's very not <laughs> it's not aerodynamic at all. So if you put this on the top of your rocket, just you're like, oh look, I have these two nose tops. I'll put this one on it instead of, you know, I'll just use this one as the starter. Well, you may not understand why your rocket keeps tumbling over and it's because this thing is like very unaerodynamic. So you don't want to start out using that one, start out using this shitty one. This triangle one look, looks like an actual rocket. Put a fucking parachute on there so you don't kill yourself. I mean, you don't have to put a parachute on there, just blow it up. That's fun too. That's the cool part about this game. When you just start out, you don't really know what you're doing, and you're kind of just exploding. And if you're autistic and you like just learning by yourself, that's cool and fun. But I'm just going to try and get you a head start. So this is our Mun 1 rocket. Okay, this is like the most simplistic thing you could do. Because at level 1, these are all the noses you have. These are, you have no fuel tanks. You have one engine. This is the one engine you have. So you don't have much to choose from. And one thing as a newbie you won't understand is staging. A lot of times, like newbies will start and they'll launch the rocket like this. They'll hit the button. Oh, my rocket! Why did the why did the air thing come out? Oh, everything's going crazy. Uh, you know, like that kind of thing. I guess it worked. <laughs> it worked, guys. I guess for a noob it would work, so whatever. And and then look, so we achieved our, our I'm not even explaining how to do any of this. Oh well, figure it out. I'm just, I'm gonna give you the hard stuff. I'm explaining the hard stuff. <laughs> this is a 4chan tutorial. I'll fucking explain the stuff that matters. I hate tutorials where like press W to go forward, press S to go backwards, press A to go left. Press R to go right. I'm like trying real hard for this to not be that. One thing is you need to speed, like speeding up time in this game is good, but if you speed up to this red, see how it's like blinking and shit? You can cause explosions if you do this. So like right before you hit the ground, just make sure you slow it down again, or you may glitch it. This game's very glitchy because it is a simulation. Oh, look at that. So look, we did our first goal, which is if you click this side, these side things have like information, like your propellant, your it has like a clock, mods and stuff. These are our contracts, which are our mission, our, our quests. 
So our one quest was launch our first vessel, which we did. Our second quest is gather scientific data from Kerbin. So what we'll do is we'll right click this crew hatch and we can write a crew report. Yay, that gives us data. And this guy can go on an EVA which on Kerbin, which you can't do on in space until you upgrade some stuff. Then we'll do an EVA report on out here. And then if you look here, it says hit B to board, so we're all bored again. And then in order to complete a mission, once you've done everything, you hover over this top. This is, sometimes people don't even understand this and they're looking for this and looking for this. They don't know where it's at. If you hover over this top part right here, look at, like comes down, you can uh, recover vessel. That's what we want. Recover vessel. And that basically hauls the ship back to the thing. We get money and science right here. So this is all the science we got. Any part that survives, you get money for that part, and pilots get experience. So we're done, yay! We got 15 science, can we get anything with that? Yeah we can, look, ooh! One of the great things about this game is it teaches you orbital mechanics. <sighs> I might be able to orbit, but it's gonna be real hard without parts. It's just gonna be hard to control this thing. I'll have to use a pilot. You have different crew, so you start with a pilot, an engineer, you start with two pilots, a female and a male pilot, because you've got to have that diversity. Uh, an engineer and a scientist. You kind of want to use the scientist as much as you can because he gives you extra science and you use science to buy parts. But you will have no control if you don't use a pilot, unless you have a part that gives you some sort of control. So when you're, if you're just a noob starting out, you definitely want to have a pilot in there at all times. And it automatically defaults to a pilot, so you don't really have to worry about that. We'll just use a pilot for now. So our goals right now are escape the atmosphere and orbit Kerbin. I notice a lot of people are kind of turned off by the difficulty spike in it. Because anybody can do these parts, but it just gets kind of hard when you start trying to go to planets and stuff. Okay, here we go. So if you notice, man, I start taking off really slow. It's because this thing's really heavy. The more stages you have, the better at the start. Because... And, it, and you don't really want to turn a lot at the start because you don't have a lot of control. So you want to make sure you have RCS and SAS on right now. RCS won't do anything because I don't have any... I don't have any RCS thrusters on it, but just get in the habit of turning these both on so you can control your spaceship easier. Until you understand everything and you're more advanced. If you look right here, we have an atmosphere gauge. When you're, un when you're in the atmosphere, there's a lot of air. And if you start turning your ship, you want to start turning your ship early, but if you're kind of a noob and you start turning it too early, you have a chance you'll flip like this. Watch, watch, watch. You don't want that. That's bad. We don't want flippy flip. So you want to just keep going straight up if you can. That's better. It's okay. We can do a little flippy flip. Okay, regain control. We're good. So you don't want to you don't want to flippy flip too much. You know, flippy flip bad. When you're first starting out, you really just want to you want to just go straight up when you're first starting out until you're out of the atmosphere, and then you want to turn, and then you don't have to worry about your ship flipping all apart and stuff. But it's a little less efficient. It's not as efficient as turning as you go up. But until you get control thrusters or a good pilot or you know or the ability to control your ship, you just can't just go straight up until then. It'll keep you from losing con control. Okay, so we're gonna go dock get our guy I'm gonna do in so you notice I have no RCS thrusters on this so once you have RCS thrusters docking is immensely easier so what we're about to do is 
pretty much one of the hardest things to do in this game is docking with another ship. That's pretty much the hardest thing to do in this game. And also landing on other planets, but if you can just dock with other ships and get to the moon, you, you can... that's dipping your feet into the game. And if you could dock, even better. Because if you could dock, if you can dock in space, that gives you the tools you need to get farther and farther. It's all you need in this game to succeed. If you just know how to dock, you could send ships up one at a time and just keep filling the ship that's already up there up with more fuel by docking and then send that ship out. So I mean, just through sheer force of will, if you know how to dock, you can get further. Even if you don't have the parts. So first, this is the ship we want to dock to. This dock wood is the ship we want to dock to. Okay, normally what people do, they'll make a maneuver sometime in the future. They'll set it as the target, and they'll kind of play with this until these meet. See these two points? They'll mess with this until these meet. You want to get these kind of close, and they'll just keep doing that over and over again, okay? It's, I don't know. That's, you can do it that way. Works that way, but it's tedious and it's hard. Okay, I'm going to show you how you, an easy way to do it. You set the thing you want to go to as your target. This purple point right here is away from your target. This point right here is towards your target this little pink sign okay so if you accelerate in that direction it's going towards your target but you got to be a little careful because it's a little different okay so we're going to accelerate towards it you'll notice if you look at the little this little round that's our that's like our periapsis i believe it's, it's like the i might be backwards but it's to gain altitude basically to make the oval bigger we want to get that inside of this ball we want to work this thing towards the target, okay? So, if you look, it's going to go inside of this round thing. If I can get it there. Get in there. Okay. So see, where it's now it's inside of where our target is. That means our this point is going to meet this point where the intersections are, okay? So basically, you do that to line the ship up. Okay, so we've lined our path up with the path of the ship and now we're going to meet in a point the yellow symbol with the x in the center is the symbol to slow us down to a stop we're going to get ready to put that put gas on that we're uh, we're getting closer and closer together and as we approach this point we will get there you'll see there it is we're 22k apart now i'll speed up time a little bit see we're getting pretty close now so i'll fire the engines uh, to the X. Oh, see, I waited too long. It went away. That's okay, though. It's fine. And we just want to stay on the yellow point. We want to make our... If you look at this target meters a second is going down, we want to hit zero. Okay, so we're almost zero. So we're going zero meters a second towards our target right now, okay? We basically have matched speeds with our target. And if you look, our orbit should be almost identical. Yep. Because we're, we're basically, we've matched the speed of our target. But we're still far away from it. If you look, let me find where he's at. He's still, look, he's still a thousand, he's still 1.8 kilometers away. So we need to get closer. So what we're going to do is we're going to repeat that process. We're going to go towards our target slowly, slowly this time. Okay, just three meters a second is fine. Very slowly. We want to line up our paths again like before. Okay, and if you look... We're going to intersect down here. So now we're going two meters a second towards the target. And then we're going to prepare to stop. Because we want to stop when we get real close to it. Okay. Now we 
we're pretty close now, but it's almost impossible to see if you notice. It's because we're on the dark side of the planet right now. Let's get to some sunlight. Okay, it's just close enough. That should be good enough. Okay, so we got close enough we can see him. Whoa, out of control. So now what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna jettison our thing, but we're not gonna be able to control this anymore once we do that, but that's fine. That should be okay. I just really want this to stop spinning before I do that. Without RCS, like look, without RCS or SAS, I mean it's real hard when stuff gets out of control. You can you could speed up time and stuff though sometimes like that, and it will little cheat, little workaround there. But we'll just point if you you can point at the ship by just pointing at this purple thing on your little radar. So now I'm pointing at the ship. Now I'm going to eject the thing. Hopefully I don't hit the ship. If I did, that'd be funny, but I don't think I'm going to. Bracket button. You can switch between ships. Oh my god, we're Jebediah now. Jebediah's little jetpack doesn't do jack shit. See, we saved him. He saved! The moral of the story is, if you want to actually dock, get RCS testers, but that's how you dock. I mean, same concept when you have RCS testers. Maybe we'll do a more in-depth tutorial later. I don't know. This is just a... This is just get people into the fucking game. Go fucking play this game. It's fun. It teaches you about space. People saying space is fake and shit. Learn. Expand your mind. Learn about stuff. I don't know. Learn about space and orbits and shit. Because it's more complicated than you think it is. It's way more complicated than you think it is. Let's save Jebediah before I finish this thing. Oh, I have no... I have no parachute. It might have been good to put a parachute on here. Oh, well. Jebediah, no parachute for you, buddy. This is a tutorial. Not every story ends well, you know? Sometimes there's tragedies, Jebediah. Sometimes there's tragedies, bud. Sometimes there's tragedies. Jebediah did his job, though. We rescued him from orbit, so. Bye, Jebediah. So we get for hiring immigrants and women. They fuck everything up. They don't they don't put parachutes on your ship. Look, I'm pressing this parachute button. They fucked it up, Jebediah. They fucked it up. Well, he's dead. Have a great day. Love you all. Goodbye. Alexander Stein. Hello, my name is Alexander Stein and I'm calling from Highland Park and the reason I'm here today is we need to take a page, Mary Johnson, out of New York's book and we got to mandate vaccines because right now I am losing housekeepers left and right because, listen, every time the service sends a housekeeper to my house and they test positive for coronavirus, I can't have them work around my kids. I have two trans kids in my house, both on puberty blockers, and you realize they are vulnerable. They're immunocompromised. We need more people vaccinated. We're, I'm, I voted for Joe Biden, so I'm happy that we're getting more migration to Dallas. But until we mandate these vaccines, we're going to continue to get people sick. We have to get creative. In New York, they're giving $100 plus a free hamburger. Here in Dallas, maybe in the urban centers, we give free KFC. We give uh, free tacos in the Latin markets because the Latin markets, I'm telling you, I've had multiple housekeepers die from the Delta variant. And that is so hard on my children, Deca and Daleks, because what, what a nine-year-old, when they lose their favorite housekeeper and they lose that pupusa recipe, when the service sends 
the next worker, uh, that housekeeper doesn't make the same recipe. So my kids are going through a, a just a total turmoil. So we have to get creative. And we have to go into the gay community, like a creative idea. Um, since you're the first openly gay mayor of Dallas, we ought to do Mayor Johnson's free Johnson and Johnson because the gay community would like the double entendre. And then we could also do like a, a drag queen story time where we could have, you know, free vaccines. We could have drag queens reading to children. And then we could just have this, you know, open air market of, of, of you know, cleanliness and not a bunch of people with germs because what have, what's happening now is we have Governor Abbott who is, is going to make it that everybody's going to get sick and die of Delta unless we get these vaccines and my vaccine won't work unless you are vaccinated. So we need to stick needles in arms. We need vaccine mandates. You shouldn't be able to shop. You shouldn't be able to work and you shouldn't be able to go to any of these sports games, especially Texas high school football without your vaccination. And we need you being a gay icon like yourself in the gay community. We need you, Mayor Johnson, to offer this because we can not protect these people without the vaccine not enough people are getting it and now everybody that doesn't have the vaccine is making me sick i don't deserve to be sick i follow the rules i'm doing everything right and until you make vaccines mandatory i'm going to keep on losing housekeepers left and right and i just can't do that because that is so hard on my family it's not fair to my family so until vaccines are mandated we're going to keep on having people get sick we're going to keep on having people die and i'm telling you i can't i can get it's easier to get my nine and 11 year old on puberty blockers than it is to give them a COVID-19 vaccine. We have to make it okay for five-year-olds to 12-year-olds to get vaccinated. We need more vaccines now. Vaccines are the way out of this. And until you make it so we can't live in this society without a, a vaccine, you're going to have all these people with their fake vaccine cards and their anti-maskers like Governor Abbott ruining everything for us. And let me tell you something. I'm not going to stand here and just let everybody live their life while I got my vaccine. And I was sick for two weeks after my vaccine. And I did it because that is for the greater good. And, and sadly, we have a bunch of people that aren't willing to mandate these vaccines. So we have a bunch of cheaters. So please, Mayor Johnson & Johnson's free Johnson & Johnson. Time is you up. do it in Cedar Springs. Thank you. Karen Hughes.